In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. Wow, I'm still alive. I'm not here with my co-host, Jack. Jack's off today watching some English soccer, but I'm here. I've got a guest on the show, international, my first Scandinavian guest, Carl London. Did I say that correct, Carl? Um, more or less, more or less. The English pronunciation, pretty much London. In Swedish, London. Okay, London, yes? Yeah. Okay. I can live with London. Uh, as always, thank you very much for your support with the podcast so far. Always messaging, always giving us ideas and feedback. So, Carl, yeah. where in the world are you? Uh, right now, I'm in the in the deep forest outside. Uh, about an hour outside Gothenburg. Gothenburg. Uh, Gothenburg. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Which and is where I grew up. Okay, cool. So tell us, you're in the middle of or on the coast of uh, Sweden. Yeah. What? The, why the hell are you a Browns fan? Well, in the early nineties, when I when I started playing American football. Um, and following the NFL, uh, I found myself gravitating to, towards the Browns. I really liked the, the, the no-logo helmet. I really liked a couple of the players, um, Clay Matthews, Michael Jackson, Eric Metcalf was a big. I really loved your podcast with Eric Metcalf. Thank you. Bernie Kosar. Uh, and we had this young up-and-coming head coach. I don't know if you heard of Bill Belichick. <laughs> and, I think and I have. Yeah, I might have. And if, if for those who follow college football, we actually had Nick Saban as a defense coordinator who now yeah. runs Alabama. So, so it's kind of uh, uh, a couple of down years for the Browns, but it was still something positive. It, it reminds me of the, the atmosphere we're having right now with, with uh, the changes coming. Um, so so I, I just found myself supporting the Browns. Um, I can't really... Put it down to a specific moment or a specific play or anything. It's just uh, I like Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you make great name, yeah. um, mate. I can see a uh, Bernie Kosar uh, jersey behind you. Yeah, and it's a Danny Shelton uh, color rush jersey. Okay, nice. I like the color rush. I'm not too fan of Danny's name on the back of it anymore. No, I'm joking. He's a good guy. I met him actually in uh, in in uh, London. Did did you come to London for the? Uh, yeah, game? I did. I did. I did. Um, it was actually it's pretty funny as, as I said I, I started supporting Browns in the early 90s 92 something, somewhere around there uh, last autumn in, in London was the first time I ever saw another Browns fan in real life no way <laughs> yeah <laughs> <coughs> so that was that was quite uh, quite the experience and, and going to, to the supporters pub at, at Trafalgar Square and, and walking through the door and seeing Jim Brown there was, was kind of uh it was kind of, it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. Yeah, I don't think the American fans um, who didn't come to London that weekend realise what actually happened. We had a, we had one pub. Yeah. We had 
uh, Jim Brown in it. We had uh, Jimmy and D serving us pints. Um, we had, there was about multiple Browns legends. It was an absolutely yeah. awesome atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was, it was kind of an out of body experience to see to see all these Browns fans and see actually feeling feeling like I belong for once. And I told my friend who's not a Brown fan who was there, so it feels feels almost surreal. <laughs> and almost wrong it in some respects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to tell us, um, in Sweden, how big is the NFL? Well, it's it's growing. Uh, they broadcast it on, on, on TV, uh, like five or six games every weekend. And uh, the, the general following of the NFL is, is getting bigger. The sport as such... Uh, it's, it's more of a youth sport uh, these days. Uh, back in the 90s when I played, it was more of a, a senior seniors play game. Oh, wow. You used to play uh, American football? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I played uh, center and uh, left tackle for, for a couple of years before, before I broke my knee. So, um, a bit of a Joe Thomas in your day? Yeah, well, I, I, was, I, I, was, I was better. Actually, um, wow! <laughs> no, I wasn't. Uh, no, well, in, in Swedish terms, I was pretty good. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't have made it in America, but well, we like hot takes on this show, and uh, Carl just said he was better than Joe Thomas, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a hot take. And I look I'm, better I'm, as well. I'm going to defend uh, JT on this one. How many yeah. uh, snaps did you have? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, consecutive snaps, um, not that many. No, no. Uh, uh, I have a t- I had a tendency to 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 uh, injure myself. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, uh, tell us, um, what body part are you willing to give up for the Browns to win the uh, to win the Super Bowl? Well, I've thought about this quite a while, and and someone else stole my original take, which was uh, my gut. Uh, it's quite a big part of my body, so it would be a massive donation. But I think I'm going to win this because uh, I will give up. And, and, and you said body part in singular, not in plural. Okay. So I'm, going say, I'm going to say my right testicle. Ooh, that is interesting. Why your right testicle? Well, it's it's singular, so it's just one. Um, oh. And and well, I don't know. I just choose choose uh, chose one of them. Uh, I have two kids. I'm not planning on getting any more. I've done that that bit of my life, so it's not not that big of a sacrifice, but it would be worth it. Okay, he's up there with the top three, I think. No, 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 I won. <laughs> <laughs> I still think heart's the best one at the moment. Well, yeah, but it's kind of short-sighted, don't you think? Because if you give up your heart, you won't be able to to enjoy the the Super Bowl. Ah, technology, maybe pacemaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get another heart instead. Yeah, that's true. Okay, good, good, mate. I was hoping you were going to say give up your uh, beard because being a huge Scandin- Scandinavian guy, you got your beard. Well, I do that once a year. I shave every Easter. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so that wouldn't be a a, a massive sacrifice. Um, okay, right. <laughs> and um, uh, tell us at the Browns organization, who would you most want to go for a drink with? Um, that's a hard one. Uh, I've thought about this a bit, and I, I would actually say uh, Jason Gibbs, which is the producer of of, of CBD. Uh, okay. Daily. 
uh, I think he knows more than, than most people about what's going on. Uh, and he seems like a fun guy. Um, I would like to, uh, to talk to, to a guy like Danny Shelton if he was still there, which is, was one of my favorite players. And I think we sorely miss him if you want to talk about the, the um, tactical part of the game. Uh, I think that's that's the only part of of of, of the defense that doesn't really work today is the, the run defense, and we sorely miss Danny Shelton or and or Jamie Meader. Yeah. yeah. So you, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to get in the X and O's right now. We can talk about it maybe a bit later on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, is doing really well at the moment. Yeah. Nice. Um, do you do you think though with Shelton if he was in the um, Team would um, OG maybe be getting so many uh, snaps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he would play. He would play as much. They would they would get out, get rid of Cooley, which I don't think has has lived up to the hype. To be honest, uh, Ogunjobi is a beast. He's getting better for every snap he plays, uh, and uh, I mean the the sack uh, tally speaks for itself. Uh, you shouldn't have that many sacks as a defense tackle normally. And he he's supposed to be a run stuffer, Ogunjobi. But he's turning out to be a pass rusher as well, which is which is kind of nice. But we we miss that big run stuffing, uh, double team drawing uh, defense tackle, which we don't have today. In, in my mind. Yeah. Well, do you know what? When when I've got Jack on the show, I'm, I'm going to bring it up as a uh, as a topic because he's a lot more uh, technical than I am. I'm yeah, just, well, he's, he's, he relies too much on, on the analytics, uh, I think. Uh, okay, maybe I'll get an X and O guy and, and Dan. Dan's good on X and O. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good. All right, great. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. It's the, uh, it's the press there. Fuck, keep phoning in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in demand these days, eh? Well, yeah, it's been a bit crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. It, that, I with LeBron. Sorry? <laughs> You're up there with LeBron going viral. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go uh, that far. But yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy uh, 24 hours, and yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to discuss now. Really, is the last um, since since the game. What have you been up to? Actually, where were you for the game? Tell me. Uh, I was home in my sofa. Uh, I worked a 16-hour shift the day before, so I fell asleep and I actually missed the start of the game. You didn't uh, miss much. What? You didn't miss much. No, no. I, so so I, when I woke up, I, I watched the game from the start. Okay. So, 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 and I watched it two times again afterwards. Um, wow. Um, so I haven't, uh, I haven't done much. I worked for a couple of hours on Friday. Uh, but otherwise than that, I've been on Twitter <laughs> reading about the Browns. And I've been re-watching the game. And I've been driving my wife crazy with, with, uh, with the, the defense breakdown. You know the, the the Greg Williams break. Yes. When they clap their hands and say, "Hands and say, come get some, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I walk around the house doing that all the time, uh, <laughs> which is kind. Of, well, it's, it's 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 something that a fan who hasn't supported a really bad team has been bad for a really long time can't understand this. It's it's the 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 joy that we feel today. And yesterday and the day before that is 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 something that uh, a Patriots fan can never understand. It's something no, that the United fan can never understand. It's 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 something more than that. It's it's uh, yeah, it's hard to explain. It's just joy, really. 
Yeah, no, good. Um, uh, as a child, I was um, always a Wimbledon fan. I don't know if you remember in the soccer days. Yeah, yeah, I love the Wimbledon. I used to work with, uh, with football, so I'm well, uh, well aware of the Wimbledon story. Especially with the Scandinavian connection. So, yeah, um, yeah uh, when I was an old Wimbledon fan, like in 1988, beating Liverpool, I absolutely love being the underdog. And there's nothing better feeling than an underdog winning. The crazy game. You know that Vinnie Jones actually started his career in Sweden. He played in a, in a Division Two team up way up north in Sweden, outside Umeå. He played a striker back then. He was like 17, 18 years old. Good knowledge. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that, but I know there's obviously a strong um, <coughs> Scandinavian links with the old Wimbledon. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so um, tell us, um, mate, Mayfield, he's starting next game, isn't he? Yeah, he has to. I mean, uh, I've, I've been on the Mayfield Baker train, <laughs> sorry, the Baker train since November last year, way before the draft. Uh, I watched a couple of games with him in Oklahoma. He's, he, he has, he, he's, got, he's got it. He's got that it factor. He's, he's smart. He's accurate. He has all the tools. And, and this talk about him being too short is just silly. Look at uh, Russell Wilson and Drew Brees. And, and to be honest, I was, I was really pleased with the way they way they've done this it's been a lot of criticizing of, of the, the coaching staff about this but I love that they brought in Tyra Taylor uh, I, I love that they named him the starter from the get-go and I am not sure that we would have seen the play that Baker had lost last game if he had started the started day one I'm not sure because he, he had nothing to lose now he, he just went in and, and delivered and played a cerebral yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good point because if you imagine last year with Kaiser, he had a really good preseason. Yeah. And when he came to game one with all the pressure. Yeah. We fair play. We have got a situation now where he's come in um, on a situation where there was an injury, and he's come in and he's proven himself nice and organically. So yeah. give give the Browns their credit there. They have managed that very well and done that well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just scared. I really am scared for Hugh. I think he may just do something crazy yeah. and put uh, Tyrod back in there next game. I, I, I'm just scared he's going to do it. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, well, Hugh got the job as, as, as on, on the back of his reputation of being a quarterback whisperer. Uh, and all he's done since he... And I should say that I, I, I am slightly pro-Hugh. Uh, slightly, <laughs> uh, but but all he's done since he since he came to Cleveland is is mismanaged the quarterback position. Uh, and think about how he handled Kaiser last last year. He said that Kaiser's going to be the starter from day one, and we're going to ride with him till the bitter end. I was think like game two, he pulled him half time and just broke. And this this is a kid who was how old was he? Twenty, twenty one. Something like that. I know he's one of the youngest ever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just broke his confidence. And you can see that afterwards. He, 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 lost, his, he lost his confidence because he had the confidence in the preseason. And I think that was part of the way that, that Hugh uh, managed it. I mean, put, he put Hogan in. It was game four. Yeah. Just, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's, just, it's just stupid. Uh, or desperate, rather. I think it was desperate because I don't think he was stupid. I think he was a, as a really good coach. I'm not sure that he's a really good head coach, but I think he's a really good coach. But the reason why I'm pro-Hugh, uh, I mean, it's slightly pro-Hugh, is that I really like the coaching staff under him. 
Mm. And if we sack you, I don't want I don't want Haley or, or, or I don't want any of those two to be the new head coach because I don't think they're good head, head coaches. I think there's the sweet spot is defense coordinator, offense coordinator. I think Greg Williams is a bit of a, an asshole, and he should he should run the defense where it's actually a, a good to be an asshole. Yeah, um, I agree. I think that's a really good point. Yeah. The infrastructure we've got there at the moment works. If yeah. you goes, I, I I think I agree with you on your point. I think they both um, Todd and Greg at this stage in their careers. Yeah. Or even Greg, you know, I don't think he's a great head head coach. No. Well, Haley, maybe. Um, well, we can see. Well, I think I think the 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 trouble there is I don't think Greg Williams wants to be the head coach. So, and I think Todd Haley would would do it, but I don't think that Greg Williams would work well under Todd Haley. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so if if we get rid of Hugh, we're going to get a, a completely no, new coaching staff, and we have to start over again. And I think that uh, it's it's kind of like. Well, now, I don't want to start over again. I think we've seen a lot of progress. And if that means keeping Hugh, keep him. Keep him. Yeah. The next um, next four games, are, four games are key for Hugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all potentially winnable now, to be honest? Yeah, they are. I, I mean, looking at the season before it started, who thought we would, uh, we would actually be a, f- a missed field goal? From, from beating the Saints. I mean, I tipped the Saints uh, going to the Super Bowl before the season started. I thought we would, we would be not, not run over, but clearly beaten uh, down in New Orleans. But, and the Steelers, we always lose to the Steelers. I don't think we, I mean, the tie is, is, is massive. Uh, I don't get the, the, <laughs> the, the rage on Twitter because uh, of the tie. Fair enough, we missed the field goal in the last seconds, but Hey, the Steelers missed a field goal two minutes earlier. Um, so, so I think I think one one and one is a, is a really good record for us. And as you said, the, the next four games are winnable. They are winnable. And if Baker just plays at eighty percent of what he performed uh, against the Jets, we're in real good shape. We're in real good shape. It's, it's, I mean, just just the just the atmosphere when Baker entered the field. It, the, it was just it was just I getting goosebumps just thinking about it. it was it's just we witnessed something. We witnessed the, the the emergence of our new franchise quarterback, our leader for the next ten years, which was which was kind of cool to, to see. Yeah, I've been speaking to some of my fans and friends out there who were at the stadium. Yeah, and they were saying the atmosphere out there was absolutely yeah. unbelievable. The ears were ringing. Yeah. They've never experienced it like that. So, um, yeah. all right, great. And so, um, what else you've been up to over the, since the win? For me, it's been a huge blur. <laughs> yeah, I've seen on Twitter your your. Uh... Continuous partying. <laughs> I, I, I'm more of a stable family man. I, I don't really. I know you usually ask your guests if they're big drinkers, and I'm not a big drinker. I had a I had a, 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 a single malt whiskey on to celebrate. Um, but but it's been it's been work and, and rewatching the games and walking around uh, screaming, "Come get some, bitch." <laughs> 
Well, uh, well, just to let you know, I'm not actually a big drinker. Yeah. I'm a binge drinker. <laughs> so I, I will never drink during the week for like a a social drink. I'm sorry, I never drink for like a drink before I go to sleep or I never have any alcohol at home to drink when I finish work. But when I drink, I like to drink to get drunk. So... Um, if I'm watching football, I may control myself, but then obviously afterwards, the plan is, let's just go for this. Let's just go nuts. So, um, yeah, so um, I think after the win, yeah. we, all, we all did a podcast, me, Jack and Dan. Yeah, I heard it. Obviously, I filmed the uh, viral video. <clears throat> <laughs> I then um, went straight to work. Uh, I helped run a... Uh, 250-man recruitment business, so straight away, 8.30, in the office, trying to hire people, trying to grow the business. And then, yeah, throughout the day, my social media just went absolutely crazy, like people retweeting. And, yeah, at lunchtime, it was around 30 retweets, and then suddenly America woke up, and it just went crazy. I think, like, 100,000 views, 500 retweets, whatever the numbers are, just got absolutely crazy. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's been, that's been good fun actually. So, uh, um, and then fr- Friday night, I hadn't slept. And then my friends are phoning me saying, Paul, you're a C-U-N-T. We haven't seen you for uh, a couple of weeks. We're at the bar and we've got some vodka waiting for you. If you don't turn up, we're going to come and drag you out of your house. So uh, yeah, I ended up finishing up about two o'clock last night and uh, had a lovely, lovely, lovely sleep um, yesterday. And and I'm really sorry yesterday, um, me and you just, me and you tried to do a podcast yesterday. We were both looking like death. (laughs) Couldn't do the technology side. So yeah, mate, thanks a lot, Carl, for all your support over the last 24 hours. And uh, yeah, I I think the podcast yesterday would have been lacking energy and, uh, Definitely. Yeah. So, Definitely. So, so tell us um, now, what's your predictions for the season? What, how many wins do you think the Brown would get? Well, I said said before the season that I thought uh, eight and eight would be a, a, a doable uh, record. Um, if 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 Mayfield continues playing like he does, I mean, it's not unthinkable uh, to, to clinch a wild card spot because. The the bastards from Baltimore, um, oh, I love that. which I don't recognize as as an actual team. Carl, can yeah. you say that again to me a bit louder? The bastards of Baltimore, which I don't recognize as an actual team. Uh, <laughs> and what do you call the Steelers? Well, the Steelers are just the Steelers, and I get there's a history of a rivalry, and but I respect the Steelers as an organization because they've done a lot of good stuff. I mean, they kept they kept. Uh, success running for, for a long, long time. And you have to respect that. And I love beating the Steelers. But the, the Baltimore Ravens, for me, are the, the enemy. Uh, I, us- I usually tell my friends that there's 31 teams in the NFL. I don't recognize the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I call the Steelers the Schittsburg. Schittsburg <laughs> Steelers. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I can live with that. <laughs> yeah, so what's your view on the, um, on the Bastards? Well, I think they're they're declining. They've been declining for a couple of years, uh, and and, uh, and fair enough. Joe Flacco started the season quite good, but he's not that good. 
I would be more scared if they started Lamar Jackson, to be honest. Because uh, that kid, he's got talent. He's got a crazy arm that he doesn't get uh, credit for. But, but I mean, he can fling the ball 70 yards without without uh, much of an effort. Uh, but they're, they're declining. I can't see the the the, the improvement in the roster uh, there. And, uh, and I think this, it's the same thing for the Bengals. They're declining. I mean, they started really good this year. But, I mean, you can't really win with Danny Dalton as, as, as a quarterback. He's, he's just too too average. Um so I, I think we have a, a we have a good, and, and also the Steelers are declining. I mean, they haven't been able to stop anyone since Chase here broke his back. The the and 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 Ben is getting older, and hopefully, hopefully uh, Miles can really level him the next next game. Um, so I, I think the the AFC North is 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 open for the taking. I think it's 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 there. I'm not sure we're we're, we're quite there yet. Not, maybe not this year, but a wild card, not not at all uh, implausible. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to happen, but I'm I made a conscious decision a couple of years ago to 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 be positive and and uh, see everything, see the glass as half full, and I, I see it as as a possibility, and therefore I choose to believe it. Mm. All right, Cole, you're a regular listener to the show. You know all the questions I'm going to ask. Yeah. I'm going to give you the luxury today. I don't have the bingo machine with me. It's the weekend. <laughs> um, if I was going to ask you um, three of my regular questions, what three would you want to answer? Um, well, well, you're putting me on the spot here. Uh, I can ask you if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just uh, I think I can answer all of them. Okay, great then. So, um, who do you think's um, hot take to be a, a pro bowler in the current Browns uh, squad? I think we're going to have a lot of uh, pro bowlers. Uh, I think Pepper's going to go there. I don't think anyone Ooh. really, really sees that yet, talks about it yet. But he's, he's I mean, the reason why we kind of halfway fixed our run defense is because Greg Williams have moved Peppers up into the box. And he's a really good run defender, uh, but he's also a really good pass defender. So I, I think we always seen the, the, the beginning of a, of, a, of a really good season for him. I think he will sneak into the, the Pro Bowl. Okay, great. Uh, I mean, there's a award we got to the Pro Bowl. I think yeah, Miles Garrett is obviously going to the Pro Bowl. Uh, Ogunjobi could go there if we have a really good season. Uh, Schobert could go there. Um, yeah, we have a lot of people on the defensive side. Uh, on offense, why not Baker Mayfield? Why not Jarvis Landry? If, <coughs> if, if Njoku stops dropping passes, why not him? Yeah, he always uh, really does that. He could be such a great player if he just his catches just yeah. increase that record of just catch, catch, catch. Yeah, yeah. I think he's thinking too much uh, at the moment. Um, yeah, I agree. If he starts catching catching the 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 ball, I agree with your co-host Captain McDuffin that that uh, <laughs> he's he he could be the next Gronk level tight end. Uh, mm. he, but he has to start catching the ball. That's that's the bottom line. All right, great. This is a this is a good relevant question now. Actually, um, who do you think's going to um, get the most uh, passing? Uh, uh, yards received. Uh, well, obviously, uh, Landry is going to get the most yards. Uh, I think that's pretty obvious. That that 
Todd Haley is kind of basing his offense on on Landry, and 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 that's that's the reason why I think that yeah he's paid paid a lot of money, but he's not overpaid because because he's he's the he's the bread and butter of the offense. Uh, I think Higgins is going to have a, a breakthrough season as well. You can That'd see be great. That, yeah, because uh, he's going to get a lot of a lot of space, a lot of one on one because the, the Sam Callaway deep and, and longer will take take up all the the slants and stuff like that, and and that will should give Higgins a lot of room to make catches. And he's I think he started the season a lot better than I thought, uh, to be honest, because he was really bad last year. Yeah. So, so yeah, Landry has the most yards, no doubt. Okay. Next question. Obviously, Hyde had a great game, um, getting uh, the touchdowns. Um, yeah, who do you think uh, on the on the running side who's going to get the most yards? I think Hyde will get the most running yards. I hope Duke gets the most total yards because it would be a shame if we wasted his talent. Um, yeah, Hyde had a brilliant day, didn't he? he? had his birthday, he got a son, <laughs> he got a, the first win in, what, 635 days? Uh, one. I think that, that's a pretty good day. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Hyde. It should be Hyde yeah. day, shouldn't it? Yeah, but I think, I think in, the, in the long run, I think yeah, Nick Chubb is actually the, the better runner if he can stay healthy. Uh, I think he will... Uh, Maybe maybe we'll we'll trade Hyde next year because he he does have a, a pretty hefty salary. Mm. Um, I actually want a, um, uh, a color rush top with Mayfield on the back, obviously yeah. for the legendary night. But I think Jack's going to get that one. So I'm now thinking about who, what name to get on the back. Yeah, you know that the the color rush jersey with Baker Mayfield's Baker Mayfield's color rush jersey was sold out. About two hours after the game ended, it's just sold out everywhere. That's that's the that's the shirt I want, but I'm not going to sit on a podcast with the same shirt as Jack and Dan. So uh, of course not. I got to think about that. That's why I got got Danny Shelton's because no one else is going to get that. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore, anyway. No, not anymore. All right, good. Last uh, last question. I know you got to shoot off. Yeah. Tell us what's your very very hot take. Super hot for the Browns this season now. Well, I really like the hot take someone had about uh, Todd Haley and Greg Williams getting into a fist fight. Yeah, uh, I'm 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 gonna go somewhere along the same lines, uh, and I say it's, it's it's one or two. Either we're going to the playoffs, which is a fairly hot take, uh, or Greg Williams gets into a fight with the referee. Ooh, which would be brilliant. That would be a must-see TV. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the clip when he was glasses yeah, yeah. hanging off? Yeah. I I can sympathise with him because I, I I since I stopped playing myself, I, I coach now, and I am I'm actually the defense coordinator of the under 17s team. I, I I get that. I'm I'm kind of a vocal. I start every game by walking up to the referee and apologising in advance. <laughs> 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 so I, I get that it's it's um, especially on defense because when you're on the offense you have to be more calm and collected and, and, uh, and strategic defense is more come get some bitch you know <laughs> <laughs> oh excellent and um, yeah thank you very much uh, for obviously all your support with the podcast and thank you very much for coming on the show I actually introduced you to another Swedish uh, listener yeah 
Have you met up with him yet or no? Or? No, no, no. We, we follow each other on Twitter, but th- that's about it. But he's, he's one of three other Swedish Browns fans that, that I know of. And as I said earlier, when, last year when we went to, to London for the game, and I, for the first time, met other Browns fans, someone asked me, well, where are you from? And I was like, I'm the Swedish dog pound. <laughs> I am the Swedish dog pound. There's only me that I know of. <laughs> Since then, I've, I've learned about the other three guys. But <laughs> Well, if you can get, um, there's a guy in Norway as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher Becker, he runs the Scandinavian Browns backers. So what my plan is maybe next year yeah. is try and go to each international country every other game or something yeah. and it'd be great to get all um all four of us the swedes and the uh and maybe the uh norwegian guy and then try and see how many other scandinavian fans we got out there yeah. and all meet one one sunday in a pub and uh, let's do it yeah that would be brilliant i'm actually coming over to london uh, again this this fall uh, my son is a seahawks fan so, so we're going to to watch the seahawks raider fan the raider game was that the game that was going to be on Spurs? At the yeah, which, yeah. yeah, they moved it to, to Wembley. Yeah. And what date's that game? Can you remember? I think it's on the 14th of October. It's week six. Mm. I'm in um, Cleveland for the LA Chargers game for that. Yeah. Are you going to come over on the Friday night? or um... We're coming, yeah, Friday, Friday, Friday afternoon, Friday night, yeah. Okay, great. Me and you are going for a beer in London that Friday night, okay? Yeah, no worries. I, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> All right, well, and it'd be good to uh, meet your son. And uh, yeah, thank you very much uh, for your um, time today. Yeah, no worries. It's been it's been good fun, and and uh, you guys are doing a, a heck of a job spreading the the gospel of, of Browns outside uh, outside Cleveland and Ohio. Thank you very much. And it, it's fun to see that that, that that there are actually Browns fans in Germany, in Romania. You had a guy from from Romania last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so it's 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 nice to connect with with fans on this side of the pond as well. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything, but um, I will now. I, I'm actually in talks with the Browns at the moment to uh, hopefully put more uh, international content over there. So, uh, wow. wait, right. we're in super early early talks at the moment. But yeah, that's. Um, that's something that I would like to do is try and be an international ambassador or something. Yeah, that would be great. You should try and get CBD over here to do a, a week of broadcasting from, from London. I think, I think maybe if, if, they, if they do come over um, again, then uh, hopefully I can create a partnership. But anyway, I don't want to say any more because yeah. it's super early, early, uh, early talks. But yeah, um, thank you so much. Where can we find your details, by the way? Uh, I'm at Twitter, uh, Carl underscore London. It's spelled L-U-N-D-E-N. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, that's the that's the best best way to connect with me if someone for some reason would want to do that. <laughs> okay. All right, great. Well, it's been a pleasure to have the uh, Swedish Greg Williams on the show. <laughs> yeah, I have a better beard than than Greg Williams, don't I? Yeah, stop upsetting your wife with all these Greg Williams comments. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's been a real pleasure, mate. And yeah. uh, see you in London soon, okay? Yeah, see you. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye.
There's change coming. 